As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh for Los Angeles Angels and 66ers Baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. What is going on, Angel fans? This is Dan Garcia from the All Angels Podcast coming to you with another special interview podcast, something we've been trying to do for the last uh, month or so to try and get you an interview uh, once a week, and luckily we've been able to get some of these guys, uh, especially a lot of these up-and-comer guys coming out of an empire, Mobile, these players that eventually, hopefully, will be able to break with uh, the Angels, and you'll see them at, in Anaheim with the Major League team, and no different this time. Uh, this week we talked to Kyle Bradish, a starting pitcher in the Angels organization, um, number 21 prospect by MLB.com's pipeline. So again, a, a kid that um, hopefully is able to um, develop and be able to, you know, help out the Angels with some a depth in the position that they very, very badly need right now. So before I get to that interview, just want to let you know about my bookie. A baseball season's done. Playoff season's right around the corner. Um, if you're looking to put a little action on a baseball game, make it a little more interesting in the playoff series, uh, my book is the place to do it. Not only that, but but football is in full swing. You got Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry teaming up in in, in Cleveland. You got uh, Le'Veon and the Jets on a bye this week, but we will be back next week. My book has the best. Uh, the best uh, bonuses and player and more profits than any other sports book period. This year, they're hosting the first annual, first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least a hundred thousand, and it only costs you a hundred to win. All you got to do is pick five games against the spread to climb up the leaderboard, and you win a huge cash prize. Again, uh, my bookie is a really good place to play. I've done it. I've tried it. It works wonderfully. You bet, you win, they pay. They also have live in-game betting on every NFL game. they got the most rewarding player perks. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the under-over on fantasy players and the points they score during a game. So, again, another reason to kind of be more, a little more into your fantasy league this year. Right now, they will match your deposit up to $1,000. So that means if you put in 100 bucks right now with, with my bookie, they'll give you an extra 100 to play with. And all you have to do is use the promo code CHAIR to activate that offer. Visit MyBookie online. That's MyBookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. And don't forget to use the promo code CHAIR when you create your, your account to claim that bonus. Again, matches will match your deposit up to a thousand dollars so again 50 bucks get you an extra 50 bucks 100 bucks get you an extra 100 bucks so definitely something to take advantage of 
bet, win, get paid. So like I said, this is my interview with Kyle Bradish. So the next guest on the All Angels podcast is a number 21 prospect by MLB.com, Angels pitcher Kyle Bradish. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you again for taking some time out and talking with us. So kind of like uh, yeah. uh, my, my introduction, the 21st prospect in the Angels organization by MLB.com. When you see something like that, especially, you know, just being drafted not too long ago, how does that make you feel when you see that number by your name? It always uh, makes you feel uh, good to have a number by your name for, on a prospect list, but uh, usually you don't look too much into it. Um, that's all what other people think, and it really matters what the angels think about you. But um, yeah, seeing that number by your name is always uh, nice and makes you want to play blood for harder for that number to go up. This was your first full season, and you spent it with the Alien Empire 66ers. Uh, when you took that first start on the mound, uh, was there any nerves or anything going through your going through your head at the time? Yeah, uh, there was definitely some nerves. Um, I think I put a little more pressure on myself being my first professional outing since I didn't get the pitch after I was drafted um, the year before. But, yeah, definitely some nerves. Uh, had some fans in the crowd. Uh, but, yeah. Was was that a surprise, though, you break camp and spring training? Kind of like you said, when you got drafted, you didn't pitch at all the rest of that year. So when you broke camp this last year, you went straight up to Allen Empire. You didn't go to Burlington, the lower A affiliate. Was that kind of a surprise for you, or was that kind of where, you're, where you thought you were going to end up when uh, spring training broke? Um, I think it was a little bit of a surprise, but also um, um, I belong uh, coming out, um, not pitching. The year before, I think, was uh, a little tough. But um, coming out of camp, I thought that I definitely belonged in high A with the competition. Definitely, because, you know, you end up getting all-stars for the Cal League uh, this past year, again, with the Alien Empire 66ers. When you got that announcement, when you heard that you made the all-star team, what was uh, what was your first thought? Um, first thought was it was – it was an honor. Um, our coach, uh, Coach Barbs, he announced uh, me and the other All-Stars um, during one of our pregame BPs. So it was cool to uh, have that and have the team around uh, me. But, yeah, it was definitely an honor being selected. Now, looking back at your season, again, with the Alien Empire, um, 26 games, in your eyes, what – What's a good way to summarize your year with the with the sixty sixers? Um I would definitely it's probably a I was pleased with it. I would think it was a a pretty decent first year. Um first full season. Um being in high A and uh with what I did I thought it was uh it was good. <laughs> Very much. I think you had a really good year seeing you out there uh, a handful of times. You got drafted, kind of like we're talking, in 2018 in the fourth round out of New Mexico State. Do you remember um, the day of or the day leading up to the draft and kind of what your thought was uh, during that time? Yeah, so uh, we leading up, we were playing in a regional in uh, Texas Tech and 
we unfortunately lost our first two games, so we uh, had to go home. But right as we got back home, I had to pack up my stuff and uh, head back to Arizona. Uh, but yeah, leading up, it was I was with my teammates and the regional, and then came home, and I was with my family and uh, some friends back here. And then on the days, I was just waiting uh, to hear my name called, and when it happened, it was a huge blessing and huge honor to be drafted by the Angels. And like you said, you're from Arizona, Arizona kid. Um, well, when you were growing up, how cool was it for you to have like spring training in your backyard to where you can go and watch some of these, uh, you know, guys work through the system and, and go see games like almost every day when spring training was in town? Yeah, so um, I actually grew up in Oregon, um, but I lived in Arizona for since my eighth grade year but uh yeah it was awesome being able to go to spring training games when i when they were around here uh going to pick up what they're doing and what it takes to get to that level when you were a kid was there a pitcher or uh, a player that you wanted to be like or you looked up to growing up um i mean i always i always liked uh watching Clayton kershaw especially uh back in the day um but yeah, I just I loved watching baseball, so it wasn't really a favorite team or a uh, favorite player that was just wondering I'd try to watch and pick up some stuff. One of the things that I've been wanting to ask pitchers because you know it's kind of a, a rumor whether or not MLB brings it in this year, next year, or at all is the automatic strike zone. So as a pitcher, how do you think you would react to something? You know, you traditionally throw a pitch and you see an umpire react one way or the other, but with, with the automatic strike zone, how do you think as a pitcher you would uh, feel about that? Um, I think it's can be good or bad. I mean, as a pitcher, you, you want to get those borderline pitches, even if they might be a ball. Um, sometimes an umpire gives it to you, sometimes he doesn't. Uh, but with that automated strike zone, I think that it's uh, you can't really argue with it if it's not if it's not a if it's not called a strike. It's obviously a ball. So I think it might be a little easier for pitchers to move on from that last pitch if they thought it was borderline and didn't get the call. Because um, with that, you know it's you know it's not a strike. So I think it's uh, could be good, could be bad. Another question too, I like to ask the pitchers is uh, for you prefer strikeout looking or strikeout swinging um i think it depends on the on the pitch if it's say i strike out a guy throwing a fastball by him swinging that's always a great feeling on a fastball by him and then throwing off speed and it's uh the guy gets him looking it's also a great feeling um but i'll take the strikeouts anywhere i can get them <laughs> now you talk about you know blowing one by a guy with a fastball was there a certain time or certain age where you felt like wow I'm starting to kind of develop more and throw faster than maybe like your friends or peers uh, on your team um I mean I would say it happened my second year college actually um I mean high school I didn't pitch that much and then that's me I was 88-90 and then uh during my sophomore year, I kind of grew up a little bit, 
uh, got stronger, and that's when I started hitting 94, 94-95, and was uh, one of the hardest throwers on my team. You know, was how was that feeling when you're able to throw the ball and you see that number, that you know mid '90s number pop up on the uh, on the radar? What was your first kind of thought when you saw when you first saw that number? Um, first thought was probably was wow, that was that was really mid '90s right there, and then uh, kind of tapes in your hand that oh, 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 If you were not playing baseball, what other sport would you have picked up? Something you might have played in high school or, you know, uh, with friends? Um, well, I, I played uh, football and basketball and basketball as well. Um, but if it wasn't baseball, it was definitely going to be football. Are you still, are you still like a big, like, are you watching NFL in college to this day or? Oh, yeah. I watch it every Sunday, Sunday, Monday. Are you a fantasy guy? Uh, I am. How many? Uh, yep. How many leagues do you go into uh, yearly? How many do you normally get into? Um. Well, I'm only in one this year with some of my buddies from back at school. But previous years it's been like two or three. That's a good number. Otherwise, it's trying. It get yeah. It yeah. gets harder to uh, keep track of all that once you get past there. Um, off season yeah. plans. Something you know, I like to know about guys is you know your season's done, and especially for you being your first full season, the wear and tear, the driving, the the bus trips uh, of minor league baseball. How long after the season do you give yourself to kind of relax and maybe decompress from the season before you start you know a throwing program or before you start really seriously taking uh, getting back into like baseball shape. Yeah, well, yeah, being my first year, I'm still still trying to figure uh, what my body needs and uh, what everything else needs, rest uh, wise, and what how long does it take for me to get ready for the season? Um, but last year, I took uh, quite a few months off from throwing, um, so I think my arm's pretty fresh still, even after that workload. But I don't think I'll be taking too much. Too much time off. Uh, I like to stay active. Um, it doesn't even have to be throwing baseball. I toss the football with my dad. Um, yeah, just staying active. So a couple weeks and then uh, ease back into things. If you wanted to set a goal for yourself in the off season, to whether it's working on a certain pitch or just something with with your game, is there is there a goal out there for you to work on this off season? Yeah, I definitely want to keep developing my pitches, uh, fastball command, as well as my uh, off-speed. Um, but I think the big thing for me is to um, being able to throw in the strike zone uh, more consistently. Um, my K percentage rates were, are a little down. Um, so I'm just working on filling up the zone and trusting my stuff in the zone. Now, when when you say something like that, where you want to fill up the zone, are you looking at those numbers after every game? Or are you looking at them, you know, maybe every week, so you get a couple like a couple game sample size? Or are you trying to figure that stuff out like after every game? Yeah, no, I think um, I definitely look at look um, at them after every outing, um, just to see 
what was working and because uh, sometimes when you're throwing really good, you think you're throwing a lot of strikes and then you go back and look at it and it's like K-Zone was below 40% or whatever and you're like, hmm. And then you look and then you had a lot of uh, a lot of chase and swing and miss. Um, so I think just looking at it every game and then the season totals uh, helps. Like I said, the, the Inland Empire, you know, you're busting up north, you're you know, busting all over the place. When you're on a bus or you're trying to uh, kill time, what is the main uh, go-to for you? Um, main go-to, that's a good one. Uh, I'm a big movie guy, like a lot of the Marvel, Marvel movies. Uh, I was in the uh, Game of Thrones, but that ended. So, yeah, just kind of watching TV, movies. Last movie you saw in a movie theater? Last movie? Um, I think it uh, is the um, Avengers Endgame, the last one. Now, I'm like this, so no judgment. Are you the type that will go opening night, or are you the one that will wait maybe a week or so to let the kind of crowds die down and then go see it? Um, I think it all depends on, uh, um, I've definitely gone to see some movies when they first came out and then others I wait. Um, but yeah, it all depends on the schedule and what I have going on. If I can make a midnight premiere, I think the atmosphere with all the crowds and everyone dressing up, I think that's fun. And then sometimes it's just nice to go into a movie, um, with a few other people. Now, you you being a starter, you know you pitch, you know, every five days, six days, or whatever, if there's a day off in between. For those off days, what what are you doing knowing that you don't have to, you know, you show up to the ballpark, but you not necessarily have to be game ready? Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you still have the five-day, six-day, uh, whatever you're doing in between. You still have that plan uh, to get ready for your next start. Um, whether it's working out or getting treatment, watching film. And uh, when it comes to game time, just uh, being out there, being a good teammate, supporting your guys, um, and then also trying to learn from what they're doing. Maybe you did something different um, the night before than they are, and what they're doing is working more um, for them, not you. But, yeah, just being a good teammate uh, and getting your stuff done. Funniest teammate you had this past year with Inland Empire? Um, funniest teammate would be um, Nate Burtness, left-handed pitcher. Uh, okay, great guy, that. great teammate. Yeah, um, just keeps keeps it light uh, with all the guys. Now, this this last year, you guys at Inland Empire had a couple um, pitchers come through rehabbing um, from the Angels, from the big big league uh, when they come in do you try to pick up their brain a little bit do you try to talk to them a little bit or you kind of just um, let them go through what they're what they have to go do um, I think it depends on uh, their kind of attitude or whatever they're feeling that day uh, a lot of the guys or most of the guys when they came down they were all open uh, joking around the guys they were acting like they were actually on our team, um, which is nice. And yeah, if they're 
hanging out, talking, uh, absolutely pick their brain. Um, but you also want to give them that space to be able to get their work done. Cause you know, they're just down there, uh, rehabbing to get, um, to get in game, uh, shit to go back up for the big league club. So last week I talked to teammate Austin Warren, um, and I was surprised to figure out that or find out that he was a high school bowler all conference. Was is there anything like that in your past where you might have a hidden talent that not a lot of people know about? Um No, not not really actually. I I'm actually really bad at bowling and I was very surprised to hear uh that um Audie did that. Um but yeah. Hidden talent, not really. Kind of a pretty standard guy. Yeah, I was, I was surprised when I found that out, too. I had to read it twice just to make sure I read it correctly. Um, the last thing I want to I want to go before, or ask before I let you go is best advice baseball-related you ever got. Um, could be from a coach, could be from a parent, could be from a teammate. Just best advice you have uh, baseball-related. Um, best advice. That's a tough one. I've gotten a lot of advice over the, over the years of playing, but, um, a lot of times it's funny. Uh, Travis Heron would always tell me he was, he's, uh, was on the 66ers this year. A lot of times when I'm pitching and it's not going so well, he, he can tell that I'm trying too hard. And when he sees that, he just tell me, Hey, don't try too hard. Just, throw the ball and trust your stuff. Um, and I think a lot of times I get wrapped up in um, it being professional baseball and giving the hitters uh, more credit than uh, they actually deserve. Uh, pitch. Yeah, definitely going out there and trusting my stuff and not trying too hard is probably the best advice I've gotten um, this far in my career. No, that's that's good too. Not not trying too hard, not making it bigger the the, the time bigger than it is. Um, yeah. Kyle, I want to thank you again for taking time out and talking with us. Uh, best of luck to you this off season, and we will see you in Tempe when spring training comes back around. Yeah, thank you for having me on. All right. I appreciate it. Hey, what's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it.
This is Hood Vicious. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And again, I'd like to thank uh, Kyle Brash for taking time out and, um, you know, talking with me about his season. The phone line was a little dicey there, I know, so we did the best we could. Um, the interview I really wanted to get done and definitely wanted to put out, so didn't want to have to reschedule anything like that. So again, thank you, Kyle, for taking some time out. Uh, before we go, another sponsor of ours. Uh, guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go. Want to increase your performance and get a little extra confidence in bed? Listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with some of the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach or empty, and since they are chewable, they work twice as fast as any pill. So you can be ready when the, when the opportunity arises. If you can benefit from a little bit of extra function and more confidence where it counts, BlueChew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is purchased online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package with so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting at pharmacy lines, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S., and since Blue Chew provides, you with shipping, provides ship and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code ARMCHAIR to try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we'd like to thank them for sponsoring this podcast. So again, thank you to our podcast. Uh, thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Kyle. Um, season's winding up. Still going to try to put out some of these interview podcasts out for you guys to at least for the off-season until something breaks, something crazy happens, off-season trades, signings, all that stuff. If that's something like big, something like that happens, we will be back with our regular uh, podcast. But we do have one more left. It's going to be Thursday. We're going to give out our end-of-the-year awards. So, again, if you have, uh, you kind of want to do it with us, um, we're going to do MVP, not named Mike Trout, Pitcher of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and Newcomer of the Year, which is pretty much a guy that is new to the Angels, might not be new to baseball and Major League Baseball, maybe was on the team for three or four years or five years or whatever, but is now on the Angels. Um, so that's our newcomer of the year. So again, that's MVP, not named Mike Trout, Pitcher of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and Newcomer of the Year. So if you have, um, we want to put out what your guys' picks are, let us know at allangelspodcast at gmail.com or at Halo underscore Haven, both on Instagram and on Twitter, to make sure we get a little bit of you guys' feedback. We'll always enjoy that. So again, thank you for listening, and we will see you later. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.